0: let's get ready to study God's Word readings to one of Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we enter into this study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you again that we have the privilege of doing this. Thank You for Your Word, and we ask You to give us wisdom and understanding as we enter into it, that the things that we share will be in harmony with Your will, and that we will all learn an important lesson. In Jesus' name, Amen. The study today is entitled, Blocking Spiritual Access. And the verse for our study is Matthew 23, verse 13. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Matthew 23, verse 13 Jesus had many points of contention with the scribes and the Pharisees. He didn't hate them. I don't think we should ever conclude that he hated them. Um, We might say that he was frustrated with them in many ways. They had the words of God. They had the truth. But they had their own perception of what the Messiah was supposed to be and what their role in society was and what their role in Jewish society in particular. And as a result it affected their calling, right? I call it their calling because technically we're all called to spread the good news of the gospel, and they were religious leaders. So at some point, God was calling them to do this even more than he was calling the nation as a whole to do it. And Jesus here expresses a key frustration with them that I don't know if we recognize how important that is. Not calling them the hypocrites part, I'm not saying that that wasn't important. He said it a number of times, um, that they were pretenders, that they put on a face one way when in fact they were a different way. And I think we should note that hypocrites are not always just fooling others. Sometimes a hypocrite is confused or maybe not, maybe not confused is what I want to say. Sometimes they're engaged in self deception. We tend to think of hypocrites and use that term as people who know that they are a, but are pretending to be B. And certainly the word covers that, uh, definition, but It's also important to consider that it covers the definition of someone who's mistaken about what A consists of and is putting on a show of being A, but they're really B. And they don't recognize or understand or are willing to put real effort into what they're supposed to be versus how they're coming across, what they're becoming, who they're showing themselves to be. I think both are important um, because the way that you treat and the way that you address someone who knows right from wrong and is simply pretending is a bit different from someone who's under self-deception. Right? Um, but either way, the important point here is not the call of the calling out of hypocrisy. The important part is Christ saying. You shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. You block men from entering the kingdom of God by the way that you live, by the way that you teach. You block men from entering the kingdom of heaven. You are not going into it. You don't make any attempt to go into it. And you almost actively seek out other people who are trying to get in and block them. You hinder them. You do not allow them to enter in. Neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. So not only are you on the wrong path, but when you see others on the right path, you try to lure them back or pull them back or present things to them that cause them to take a step back or to to take a pause. Now, what's interesting is that Christ was so disturbed by this behavior, this aspect of the scribes and Pharisees, that the only times that the Bible really shows him being angry or frustrated was in relation to this class of activity. Right? The obvious example is when At the beginning of his ministry and at the end of his ministry, he chased the money changers out, right? my father's house supposed to be a house of prayer. Y'all are making it into a den of thieves and he drove them out. And when he drove them out, who came in? All of the poor and the people that really were concerned more about spirituality and understanding their relationship with God than these other folks that were just running a large grifting operation. Right? But he does it one other time that we're going to look at. In Mark chapter 10, verses 13 through 16, these small, four small verses, we read, And they brought young children to him. This is talking about the parents, the mothers, as it says in other gospel. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them but when jesus saw it he was much displeased and said unto them suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of god which is the part we, we tend to emphasize right suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such is the kingdom of god or the kingdom of heaven depending on which passage you read Verily I say unto you, verse 15 says, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, put his hands upon them, and blessed them. Okay? He was much displeased, is what this passage says. This is also found in Matthew nineteen fourteen and Luke eighteen sixteen, but none of the other the other two um, readings don't show exactly how upset Christ was. Right, Mark is the one that points it out. Jesus says something else. In another place, and he says that in the same three gospels, or the they were his, <laughs> his statement is recorded in the same three gospels in Matthew, in Mark, and in Luke. We'll look at Matthew eighteen, starting in verse one, verses one through six. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except he be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so we're getting this emphasis that there's a certain attitude that comes along with being a child of God. There's a certain attitude which is heavenward versus other attitudes which are not. Verse 4, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. This is a powerful statement because Jesus says, listen, this is what you need to be like to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And if you receive a little one like this, a little child, if you receive a little child, and you could by extension say, if you receive someone who is humble like a little child, who may be childlike in their religious experience, who may be young in the faith. You receive me. But anyone who offends one of these little ones that believes in me, it were better that he had a millstone hanged about his neck and that he was thrown and drowned in the depth of the sea. Wow, Christ took this seriously. And by extension, he takes the blocking of spiritual access seriously. When young children, especially young children, especially young children who may have no other recourse, who may have no other experience to continue to push in the direction of understanding and knowing Christ, when they're trying to get to the savior, when they're on the path to the savior, and we interfere with that, and we restrain them from accessing God, God is offended. Jesus expressed anger and frustration, or I should say, yeah, anger in conjunction with frustration multiple times in his ministry. And in each of those cases, It was when access was being blocked to spiritual things. So there are two major lessons that we should learn for today from this. One, we need to have the attitude and the humility and the perspective, in many ways, of a little child. as it pertains to spiritual things in the kingdom of heaven, or we won't get into it. And we should endeavor never to block or restrict or forbid access to God by little children. By anyone. Shouldn't be blocking access to God to anyone, but certainly not Little children because some of the harshest words Jesus ever used some of the most punitive statements ever recorded are in conjunction with blocking spiritual access particularly to little children we don't want to be in that boat at all instead we Ourselves want to be like little children as we pursue the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 23, 13 says, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for mercy and goodness and love to us. We thank you for the access that you provide to your word and to the throne of grace. We ask you to help us to avail of this access, just like little children. Help us to have a childlike faith in you. Help us to trust you and help us, Lord, most of all today, not to block access to others, help us to be encouraging others on their spiritual journey, to be there to help, but not to block, not to distract, not to confuse, not to undermine. Please bless us as we go about our labor and may everything that we say and do be in accordance with your will. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Please... Remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.